Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Extra Point Podcast first birthday edition. It has been a year since this podcast launched. It's been a great year. Only took one week off for Christmas. Can't blame us there. We've hit you with an episode every other week for the past year, and we're going to be doing it again this year. Every We've had week. Every week. Every week. Yeah. We have every not... other week. Did I say every other week? Yeah. Oh, uh, well. You know, I'm I'm not in the right it's, state. It's your birthday. Right. We're letting you. We're letting you yeah, go. Yeah, it's also it's also it's my Buns birthday. happy birthday, Tommy Buns. Happy birthday, thank you, you and your fellas. buns. Thank you, fellas. Great to be here with you guys. We've got a good episode. We're gonna talk some NBA. We got the All Star Game coming up this weekend. We're gonna give our more than halfway through the season predictions for MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year. We're gonna give you our predictions for everything this All Star weekend. We're going to do Defend the Wall, Watch Record Cancel, get into a little MLB free agency. Pitchers and catchers reported this week. Teams will be getting down there in the next few weeks. It's an exciting time. And we are going to get right into it, guys. The NBA, great time of the year, all-star weekend. This is really where the season starts to matter, in my opinion. Up until now, it is what it is. But this is when teams really start to kick it in. You fight for those playoff spots. You fight for seeding. I'm very excited to see how this shakes out, but we did just have the trade deadline. Who do you guys think made out the best at the deadline? I My pick would be the Sixers, adding Tobias Harris to that situation they have there. I think that that's a complete team at this point. Yeah, I mean, there was, like we, we predicted, like the, the big guns didn't move, but there was a ton of like second tier, top tier, second tier talent moving around. I mean, there was so many deals. There had to be 15, 20, 25 trades, like, all um, in the last hour. All, yeah, all from two oh, to three on that day. It was crazy. Um, and, and that's like a that was a go- that was a really good trade deadline. Like teams, a lot of teams, like even the teams that were trading things away, like like you know Gasol, they got like pieces, they got what they wanted. You saw even guys like Fultz get traded. Like it was just a lot of like different level of guys and different you know names going around. It was it was great to see. Um, you know, because we last couple years saw, we had dead trade lines. Not a lot of people have mentioned on ESPN or whatever. Not that they're that great, but a lot of the some stars went to the East. A lot of talent went to the East. It was like people going. Marcus Gasol went from the Grizzlies to the Raptors. He's a you know I don't know if he's still a star. He, I guess you could say he's still a star. He's a great big man. That was a really good pickup for them. Nikola Mirotic. He's a second tier guy. Very good shooter. Really helps the Bucks out. Um, and then obviously Tobias Harris is killing it. Goes from the Clippers. To the Sixers, and you know he may have been the biggest win, but a lot of talents going to the East, which was nice to see. It's like evening out. The top, the top of the East is getting a lot more competitive. Yo, the East is about to be a problem in the next two, three years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, especially if they can, if they the Sixers can keep him. If the Sixers, if they go deep this year, I think he'll resign. I I mean, think about it. You're talking about like potentially like five, six teams deep in the East, if all that could win a title, if all goes well in the next like two or three years. You talk, oh like, yeah, absolutely. You know, and yeah, that, that's Knicks, not the even Nets, the, yeah, the Knicks, the Nets, the, the Pacers, Celtics, possibly, the Celtics, you know, like the Pacers. It's a lot of the Sixers. 
The Bucks. Yeah, the Bucks. Like, yeah. Milwaukee's not Raptors, going anywhere. The Raptors. The Raptors, depending on. Like, Milwaukee's going to be a top four team in the East for the next, like, eight years. Oh, yeah, they have. Literally, they're going to have one of the best players in the NBA on their team for the foreseeable future. Like, yeah. him, him alone makes them uh <laughs> When's he up? When's his deal up? I feel I like know, he's not going anywhere. 2021. Yeah, he's there for. He's going to be a lifer in Milwaukee. I, I think if they'll so. have him, he'll stay. I would hope. The one thing is that. They might get fucked when when he hits the supermax. Yeah, that that is unless true. they have a stack team in house signed up for like three or four more years after he, that supermax hits, they're gonna be fucked. Yeah, <clears> look at what he's. I mean, look at every team that signed the supermax. Washington gave it to Wall, fucked. Harden in in uh, Houston, like they're not a bad team, but their cap fucked. Uh, who who's the, who else got the it? Warriors uh, are gonna lose people. Yeah, the Warriors they're about to be fucked. I mean, they'll still be, you know, a top four or five team in the West because they'll have Steph and Clay. But like, fucked cap situation. Fucked. They could lose Durant and Cousins. Yeah, well, they're hundred percent losing Cousins. That's a fact. In yeah, life. that's yeah. The man. only way they don't lose Cousins is if they lose Durant and Durant trade and, Dray- and trade Draymond or lose Clay. Yeah, and that's a lose. Yeah, yeah. So. Giannis, Giannis is signed on a four-year deal. This is the second year of it. For twenty, average to twenty-five million a year. He signed four years, hundred million in two thousand before the two thousand seventeen eighteen season. So he basically, yeah. So he signed his rookie extension, his rookie because he got drafted in thirteen. So that's he. Yeah, yeah. It was a second contract. Yeah, and before that, he was making one. He yeah. was making one seven, one eight, one nine, and then two nine. <laughs> that's a nice little jump. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. So I mean. They'll have. They do have his bird rights, though. Does yeah. that matter going into the supermax? That's the only way you can offer it. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's why. Like, the, that's like prerequisite one. You can't deal. even offer a max deal without bird rights. A regular yeah. oh, I max deal. And the Sixers okay. can give a max to um, you know Harris and and Butler. They have and, the bird rights to both of them. And you cannot go over the cap to sign someone without you need the bird rights to do that so that's why that's why the warriors are 100 percent losing demarcus cousins unless he wants to sign for the mid-level exception because they don't own his bird rights because he's only been on the team for a year how many years do you have to be on the team three three yeah three how many three yeah three okay okay all right yeah well no i mean it was busy, like you said, busy, good trade deadline. It was real, real entertaining. I mean, I feel like nothing happened. And then, like I said, that last hour between like 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. on the seventh, shit started to go down. <laughs> I love what the what the I love what the 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 Mavericks were able to do after taking on that salary from the Knicks. They're in line right now to have just short of enough for a max contract. Yeah, we didn't That's even. Huge. Um, they get they. Get rid of Harrison Barnes to the Kings, which is a win-win. Because now the Kings are looking prime for that eight seed. With the Lakers having a really tough schedule, they got a chance. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, imagine the Lakers. Like, do you know what like that would do to LeBron's legacy, missing the playoffs? Like, oh, that would be amazing. It would be great <laughs> because oh, I shed a tear because a now tear uh, so many people are like, oh, well, Kobe missed the playoffs once. Like it. Yeah, he had a trash team. Well, Kobe like, missed the playoffs many times. I know, but I'm saying, like, if LeBron does it, like, I don't want to hear any of the bullshit, like, that it was, oh, he he had a trash team. Like, no, this team's way better well, no, than I mean, fucking Smush Parker and Mark he, Madsen. He, he, he's, I guess his body's crumbling. I mean, he missed, what, 20 games? 
I mean, if he, if he played a full season, they obviously wouldn't miss the playoffs. Maybe, but, I mean, it's about I mean, time he missed some games. It was three or the fourth seed when he got hurt. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, I don't think it's as much of a blemish on LeBron. Um, it may be seen that way, but, I mean, I think it's more to his, he's becoming more human. He's not, he's, he's getting, he's showing, you know, he's showing he can be injured, and, you know, obviously that, that does hurt the team and hurts him, but that's always been his MO. And that's why it seems partially always make the playoffs. Him him getting hurt. I mean, if he doesn't get hurt, there's zero chance they don't make they don't they miss the playoffs. He also doesn't get hurt and this was last year or two years ago was the first time he ever played eighty two games. Because he would always just sit out for, you know, like three games or some bullshit. Yeah, he'd play, yeah, he'd play like seventy five to eighty. Yeah. You know, Jordan played eighty two games like ten years in a row or some shit like that. Eleven years in a row. That's Jeez. wild. Plus the playoffs. Yeah. It's like the pitchers in baseball, too. They used to pitch every four days. Huh. Now they pitch every five days in the amount of innings. That's why yeah, we're not yeah, they, in baseball. We don't, we don't see many 300 more win guys, like, maybe ever again. Because they used to yeah. pitch every... It used to be four-man rotations. Now it's five-man rotations. And other and, and they would go longer innings. But um, I, I still I still think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. Um, but I think it'll be exciting that the... The um, the Kings are have a real shot. Buddy Hield's playing great. De'Aaron Fox is playing great. Willie Cauley Stein, who I never liked. Tommy's just <laughs> praying for that fucking Kings pick to drop. Yeah, I wish we would have traded that away last year. That would have been looking in retrospect. That would have been the move was to trade that Kings pick last year yeah. when they were still a dumpster fire. Cause what they were the second overall pick last year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's why we didn't get it last year. It was, it was protected top two, and then that would have been the time to trade it. God damn! Yeah, it. and they got Bagley too. They they're set yeah. for the future. They're yeah, so they're set gonna for the they're gonna be they're gonna be good. They're gonna be real good going forward. And then I got my you got my Miami Heat. They're uh, <laughs> they get rid of Tyler Johnson's contract and pick up Ryan Anderson. Yeah, oh, I didn't boy. get that move at all. Yeah, that was the was one like about? I didn't get it for either team. Do as we got rid of him, Wayne Allen. That shows we don't normally don't have we don't have seventy five two guards anymore. We don't have now we we don't mind because we have we're set on one guy now. Sweet, so gonna retire. We got we I mean we got Richardson too. You know we, we have Ronnie McRuder too, who's, who's okay, but like Deion Waiters is a volume shooter. He needs minutes, so we're gonna we gave him the money. Might as well let him let him see what he can do. Absolutely. Um, and Wayne Ellington and Deion Waiters like 17 minutes each. And you know, so, Someone told me the other day that Ryan Anderson is, is like colorblind and has trouble with like reds and oranges and that's why he didn't <laughs> do shit in, in Houston or Phoenix. What? Well, he's in Miami. Because like the courts either. are all red and orange. Oh, so it's oh, like yeah, depth, his depth perception gets all thrown off. Well, Miami's red too, so and that's orange. what I'm saying. I have no idea how true that is, but someone who told me seemed very confident in it, so I I tend to believe them. That's one of those things too you can't really dispute. <laughs> but, but, but but what what how does that affect him? Like 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 from what like the court? Yeah, they said that the red and orange on the court throws off his depth perception. But the lines are black. Listen, man, I don't know to tell, what to tell you. I'm not a fucking eye doctor. 
I, I'm just saying. I said take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I'm saying like like he can see the the black line. He can be behind it. it, it what I'm just saying. How does it negatively affect him? I'm pretty sure the line in Houston is red. Is it? Well, then maybe maybe that's the case then. But but it might not be that. It might be he's shooting and he's got the the paint in his view. Like I don't know. I have no idea. He used to be pretty solid. Yeah, and where was he playing in fucking Charlotte and? You no, know, uh, he had he had. Well, well, yeah, that that's funny you say that too, actually, because he always shot so much better on the road than at home with Houston. Yeah, there's another reason. So that, that that is funny. I would love to know his shooting percentage on red and orange base teams courts, opposed to, uh, like blue and black and white and all that, all the other colors. Let's get someone on that. Let's uh, let's let's definitely get someone on that. Um, moving forward though, big weekend like I said, All Star weekend. Um, we'll kick it off. We'll just real quick just look at some of the highlights of the celebrity game roster. We got uh, we got Chris Daughtry is gonna be former American Idol contestant. Gonna be uh, lacing him up. We got uh, uh Doctor Oz. Gonna go out there give some give some oh, medical I love advice. Doctor Oz. Doctor okay. Oz is gonna go out there. We got Steve Smith. Steve Smith is going out there. Jay Williams on the other team. We have Jay fucking... Jay Williams, like the like the drug head Jay Williams, the college analyst. Yeah. Oh, he's nice. Yeah. Well, I guess want who the, the other, other Jay Williams. Guess who the other team has? Ray Allen. This is the celebrity. Yeah. How is Ray Allen playing in the celebrity game? <laughs> is he fat now, or something? I don't know, but he's a basketball Hall of Famer nonetheless. Yeah. Well, I, don't well, see I that. mean, I. Is this the old timer game or is this the the celebrity game? This is the celebrity game. He I know, but like, they need to get good celebrity. They need to get the Terrell Owens, the Chad Ochocinco's. Like, I like. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with it. I don't I don't like the Ray there's Allen selection. A, there's not a ton on here. There is not a ton of good guys on here. You've got um. So far, you haven't said a celebrity yet. You don't think Doctor Oz is a celebrity? Doctor Oz is okay. A hey, he's supposed to be a doctor. He's like C-list. Steve Smith? NFL legend. Which one? Okay. Yeah. Panthers. Um, there you go. There you go. There's one. Yeah, JB Smoove? Come on. Oh, hey, he's absolutely a celebrity. Come on. Come on. No, but I mean, yeah, kind of a, a lackluster celebrity game. The, lot, the one last year was any, uh Any government officials participating uh, this year? I no, know. but we have, a, we have a hometown hero in Charlotte, James Shaw Jr., don't know who he is, but he is a hometown hero. Oh, that's it? That's how he's labeled? Yes. Hometown hero. We have, um, oh, Jason Weinman, also a hometown hero for the uh, uh, opposing team. Oh. Well, again, I don't know who these people are. Bad Bad Bunny. Don't know Don't know who that is. Uh, Quavo. Quavo. Oh, he's, one, yeah, he's pretty good. One third famous. of the Migos. He's pretty good. Yeah, he isn't he, like, actually good at basketball? Yeah, I think he balled out last year, if I remember correctly. Yeah, um, yeah, no, no one really, no one, no one really great on. Chris here. Tucker didn't make the cut this year. I feel like he plays every year. <laughs> nope, not this year. I uh, hate <laughs> to see that. What was he filming? Rush Hour Four? <laughs> yeah, Rush Hour Four. Terrence J. Yeah, no, dude, there's literally no one on this. That's insane. That's a shit roster. Yeah, Quavo won the MVP last year. I'm pretty sure. Of the celebrity game. Uh, I think he did. Also, no Biebs this year, huh? Yeah, no, I was thinking that. I knew it was missing something. 
I knew it was missing something, but yeah, no, we um, we lost Sully here. Yeah, we're we'll we'll get him back in at some. We point. lost Sully. Yeah, he'll jump. He'll jump back. And me and Dave will keep chopping it up for you guys. We got the Team World, Team US Rising Stars. We got a couple good names in there. You got Bagley, uh, John Collins, Darren Fox, your boy Kevin Knox. It's about time Donovan. he got in. Yeah, Donovan wasn't it? Isn't he a rookie? I'm saying he he should have. He's a injury replacement. Oh, for uh, Lonzo. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Fuck okay, yeah. Lonzo getting in over him. That's dude. That's a stacked team. Team US. Jared Allen, Marvin Bagley, John uh, John Collins, De'Aaron Fox, Jaron Jackson, Kevin Knox, Kuzma, Mitchell, and Tatum. Dude, that's a fucking stacked team right there. Yeah, but the other team has Luca, so we're probably gonna lose. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Luca's gonna go out there and have a thirty-five point triple double and just shit on everyone. They've got dude. They've got. Aiton, Bogdanovich, um, yeah, Luca, Lori, uh, Ben Simmons. Oh, I forgot he's Australian, Ben Simmons. Yeah. Did Kyrie yeah, play for Team World or Team uh, US? Or no, that was rookie sophomore back then. Yeah, wasn't. yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't this now. This was Last year was the first year they went to the Team US, Team World. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got that. I guess it's a fine format if you can host the team. I just feel like the USA is always at an advantage just from a sheer numbers standpoint. Yeah, if Porzingis wasn't hurt, he would be – Is this this would be his third year, right? Nah, this is his fourth year. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, so he would have been an all-star if anything. Yeah, I mean he was an all-star last year, but he tore his ACL. Right, yeah. Oh, that's right. Well, that happened like January, right? Happened on my birthday last year, February 6th. Oh, February 6th, yeah. Yeah. Not great. Not we got the. Uh, Who knew that would be the last time he'd ever suit up for the Knicks? Damn, dude. Damn that. When you put it that way. Yeah. When you put it that way, it's not great. I oh, had no man. idea. I was just an innocent guy, having no Were idea it was coming. There? Were you there when it happened? No. Uh, I was. Uh, I, I thought was, I remember you being there. I was out to dinner and and uh, my girlfriend got so mad at me because I was as soon as. I got a text that that happened. I was like in like a panic and I was just like on my on phone, phone. <laughs> the entire time. So she just like dinner ended at the appetizer basically because I was just, <laughs> I was just like, a, I was sweating. inconsolable, <laughs> like just chugging wine, refreshing Twitter. <laughs> like, I need the updates. <laughs> I know how that goes, man. But we got the skills challenge too. Saturday night, kicking it off. We got Mike Conley, Luca, De'Aaron Fox, Jokic, Kuzma, Tatum. Uh, how do you say Nikola? Was it Vucevic? Vucevic, Vucevic, Vucevic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Trey Young. Not, Trae not a bad Young. lineup there. Trey Young kind of questionable in there. I feel like, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, I'm. I'm not, He's not I'm, the most skilled guy. Uh, I'm not. A, I'm not a Trey Young guy. You guys know that. They only. Yeah, there's there's what eight people in this contest, and they couldn't think of one person better than Trey Young. Wait, yeah, is like, is wait is Jokic in this? Yeah, yeah. Okay, good, because he definitely deserves to be in this. Yeah, I think it's pretty fair around. Uh, other than other than Young, I think it's all all pretty fair. Kuzma's having a pretty good year. Obviously, Jokic is a monster. De'Aaron Fox, Doncic, animal. Doncic, one of the best players in the league already. He, dude, he He's has been insane. probably one of the most impressive rookies I've seen in so long. I can't remember anyone. Like, and whoever, anyone who says Ben Simmons, go fuck yourself. Because Ben Simmons wasn't a rookie. I know. I, I totally agree. Um, he, he's been – I mean, he, I think he's been more impressive than 
than Ben Simmons was as a rookie. I mean, this kid is he does everything. They'd be they'd be the worst team in the league without him right now. Like, especially after these oh, trades they, they made. You're talking about Luka Doncic. Yeah. Sully's back. As my great week continues. So yeah, Sully's having a rough week, guys. Thoughts and prayers with Sully. <laughs> Um, but we yeah, were, we, we were discussing Luka Doncic. Oh, yeah, he's, he's we, Jesus. We were talking about the skills challenge, but we are going to move on right now to the three-point contest. Pretty good lineup here. This is going to be a fun one. I Yo, think. this is yeah. the best lineup I've I've remember in like years. Yeah, you got you got it. both the Curry's. You got Seth and Steph Curry. You got Devin Booker, Danny Green, Joe Harris, Buddy Heal, Damian Lillard, Chris Middleton, Dirk, and Kemba. Obviously, Dirk's in there as a courtesy to him. But it'll be fun. What if he goes out there and wins it? Yeah. What if he just goes out there I might, and wins I just it? want to throw, like, 10 on Dirk and just fucking... Just because. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I might have to do that as well. That's... The you odds know, have to be crazy. Seth Curry's going to win it. Up. Seth Curry leads the league in three-point percentage. I know. Honestly, He's also got the highest career... Much. He's also got the highest career three-point percentage of anyone in the tournament. How cool would that be if Steph? And He's Steph got it higher than his his brother. Yeah, it's by like less than a percent, but it's higher. <laughs> That's what he brings up at Thanksgiving. It's like forty four point three or six percent career. Forty four point three, yeah. Yeah, and then his brother's like forty three point eight or something like that. Dude, he's good. He just gets overlooked because he's he not just, the he right number. He doesn't get minutes. Dude, yeah. like, like two thousand sixteen, that was his. That was his best year. He put up 13 a game in only 29 minutes. Yeah, what? He's on the the Trailblazers now. He's on yeah, yeah. He's on the Trailblazers, which is what a weird fucking team they are. Like they should be so good. They should be dominating, and they just kind of always get stuck in the middle. They're always yeah. just stuck in the middle. Dirk is uh, 15 to one right now for the double, for the three point contest. Highest odds. He's gonna get tired. The stamina. You said you said fifteen to one. Fifteen to one. Then Danny Green and Middleton are twelve to one, and then uh, you go down to Joe Harris and Kemba nine to one. I like Buddy Hield too. I like Buddy. Buddy Hield four to one. Damian Lillard eight to one. Booker four point five to one, and then dude, Booker's got Booker and Hield have better odds than Seth Curry. At Seth Curry's five to one, and then Steph is plus one thirty. Huh. <gasps> Buddy Heald is killing it. Yeah, why he gets he? No one mentions him. He puts up like eighteen a game or something. I like mean, that. the odds reflect that he's got the second best odds. Yeah, no, it's because they're reflect, smart. No one yeah, ever the, mentions the odds. Them. No one ever mentions the odd makers. The odd makers are the only ones who are smart. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, no, that, I don't well, hate after Oklahoma. They were like, once he got drafted, they were like, oh, he's a bust. Like that rookie year, and like clearly, he's the farthest thing from a bust. Yeah, I was. I loved Buddy Heald coming out. Yeah, I was, me too. I was like shocked when he wasn't good in New Orleans. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I I like uh, I like Kemba in, in front of the home crowd nine to one. I like don't hate Joe Harris at nine to one. Um, that Wait, kid Kemba, can fucking anyone? shoot. Kemba's nine to one. Ooh, anyone wow, can win it. Yeah, honestly, yeah, because last year I thought Paul George was going to win, and he didn't even make it out of the first round. I think he made, like, four in the first round, if that. Yeah, that was a rough Shit outing. Bed. That was a rough outing. Yeah, but, I mean, but, you can't, like, you can't, the only one, it's ironic because the only one you really, like, don't feel good about betting on is Steph Curry. Yeah. You know, like, plus <laughs> 130, it's a, I don't give a fuck how, you know, obviously the best shooter in NBA history, but, like, still eight other dudes who are, 
the yeah, his <laughs> brother who's better technically. Yeah. So you know, I'm uh Yeah, I wouldn't think that. Yeah, not at one thirty. If you give it to me at three or three point five to one, then maybe I can talk to it, but like Honestly yeah, uh, I'm barely getting more than even money. You Yo. you could make a case for anyone but Dirk. I just think Dirk wouldn't have the legs. Yeah, dude, he does look so Realist- tired every time he takes Realistically, three. like, dude, guys, like, Dirk's putting up, like, six points a game. It's bad. Yeah. You think he comes well, back they- this year? It's not It's not how he should go out. Like, he needs to retire, like, yesterday. Like, yeah. Dwayne Wade's still putting on a show. Vince Carter's still doing it. Like, Dude, Vince Dirk- Carter is fucking insane. Vince Carter is the, uh, dude, he, Vince- he's, he's, he's electric still. He doesn't he's play a lot of minutes, he's but still he still dunks. Dude, I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I need Vince Carter long. to play for like three or four more years. I just think he will. He just bounce around, just play for a bunch of different teams. Yeah, we'll take don't him to New York next year. Years. He like he plays for the worst teams too. Like he doesn't want to right, chase rings. Yeah, and he wants he wants to get minutes. He wants to guarantee himself minutes, and he wants to not have. To maybe play. that's a maybe that's a strategy on his part. He can make himself last longer if he doesn't go go to the playoffs. Hey. That's not hey you know honestly what's not, what would he rather would he rather try and win a title and have one year to do it playing with the Warriors or would he want to play he's never three won more a title, right right or play he three more he seasons he doesn't want to win a cheap one he doesn't want to pull a uh is it is it a T Mac did he win with the Spurs uh I, I can't remember. Did. If it was one of the years they won, it might have been the year they lost to the Heat. Sure, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure T Max only one he got was with the Spurs, and he played like two minutes a game. Yeah, um, well, re- regardless, I-, I could see Vince going to like one of the four or five East contenders next year, and like I would, I would, I want him to be like, give me like it was cool, Richard Jefferson on the Cavs. I liked him on the Cavs a lot. Yeah, um, like give me, give me Vince Carter on like the Sixers. Uh. Tracy McGrady never won a championship. That's what oh, I thought. Wow. It was oh, the my... year that they lost to the Heat, right? You're right. Actually, yep, yeah. Right. It was 2013 he played for the Spurs. Yeah. yeah LeBron hit the dagger. The Ray Allen started. hit the dagger. What? Ray Allen hit the dagger. Yeah. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the last game. He hit the – we were up two, and then he – and then he – Yeah, we know. I, know. I mean, I know line. what you're talking about, but that series was fucking over when they got that bounce. Yeah, that game six after that shot in game six. It was, mean, what, was it a lucky bounce? Chris Bosh got the rebound. And he and, and he had very good awareness. And Ray Allen is a great shooter. He made it. I know. We're just – let's not sit here and discount. Hey, I, I thought it was over. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I thought it was finals. over. I remember running and screaming through my house. I woke up my dad. He was like, what happened? He doesn't care. <laughs> like I'm like, the Heat, they tied it. They're going overtime. I'm like screaming. He like he like he's like sleeping. He's like, "What are you doing?" You were <laughs> more excited than the people in the arena. They were all already out in the parking lot. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, they 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 get it. They get there in the second quarter and they leave like halfway through the third. Yeah, people in Miami think basketball is only twenty minutes long. Yeah, it's the way she goes when you got them fair weather fans. Sully's not a fair weather fan, but he's all the way up in New York, so he doesn't get to go. But yeah. Dave, pull up the odds for the dunk contest. Let's talk about that. I'll introduce the lineup real quick while you pull that up. We got Miles Bridges, John Collins, Diallo from the Thunder, Dennis Smith Jr. from your Knicks, your new guy out there, DSJ. I don't know. I, I Who's the first one? Miles Bridges. Miles 
Oh, Miles Bridges. My so boy. I love, I love my two picks are DSJ, oh, no, DSJ, and Miles Bridges. Yeah, DSJ threw down that three sixty dunk that, in the game the that other kid, night. That, that kid's dumb. got fucking bunnies. <laughs> which Diallo? Yeah. Which Diallo is it? There's two of them. OKC. 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 Because there's one on the Hamadou. 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 Yeah, because there's one on the Pelicans too. No, okay. So the odds, the odds that, go, yeah. the odds go like this on my bookie. Uh, Miles Bridges plus two twenty. John Collins plus two twenty, Diallo plus three hundred, Dennis Smith Jr. plus one seventy. So DSJ is the favorite, actually. I, I and one seventy is not bad. No, I mean I'm putting I'm putting my money on DSJ and Miles Bridges. Those are my two picks. D- Miles Bridges was two twenty. You said yeah. Not bad. Those are that's pretty. I mean, with a dunk yeah, contest, I, I mean you you yeah, have that. to. I don't think Diallo is going to have the creativity, and Collins is oh. just he's a taller guy. Um, it's harder to be creative at that height, and doing a less creative dunk as a little guy impresses the judges more than like a big guy doing it. You know? Yes. John Absolutely. Collins is a very athletic four. He's a good dunker though, but I think it. Yeah, I think it's better for the little guy. I think. I think DSJ will bring it home. Yeah, I like that yeah. too. DSJ is where my money would go. Once he threw down that three sixty in the game. There is always that like element now that like the favorite is like tries to be too nice and misses dunks and stuff. So like you you get lower scores because they're trying to be like right. They're trying right. to really blow the pot the roof off. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you're right. Um, and last but not least, obviously we have the All Star game. We got Team LeBron against Team Giannis on Sunday. Team LeBron pretty fucking stacked he also all of his starters either aside from um was it aside from harden have opt-outs or free their free agents this summer yeah he's fucking cheating we all know we all see <laughs> he's literally it's clear he goes tampering he goes, well, yeah, tampering. tampering. Clear tampering. LeBron, uh, tampering rules don't apply on All-Star Weekend. No, they literally super apply on All-Star Weekend. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think, wait, who's who's on his team? That, so you got, got the starters. You got Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie, himself, and Kawhi. And then on the bench, we got LaMarcus Aldridge, Bradley Beal, Anthony Davis, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Clay Thompson, Cat, and Dwayne Wade. Yeah, the team, I mean... It was pretty funny. I mean, Giannis took the first pick of the reserves. He took Chris Middleton, so he just wanted to lose, I guess. Yeah, literally. He took his his teammate, but, like, Chris Middleton will be there, like, the third to last pick. And he took him the first pick over Anthony Davis and all those guys. Yeah, I mean, his his team's good. Don't get me wrong. You got himself. You got Giannis. You got Steph. Well, Embiid, Paul George, Kemba Walker for the starters, and you got Blake Griffin, uh, Jokic, Kyle Lowry, Middleton, Dirk, Victor uh, would be would have been Victor Oladipo, but so we have D'Angelo Russell, uh, Vucevic, and Russell Westbrook. Dude, they got us. At, okay, outside of outside of Westbrook, because I was <laughs> for I formulated my thought before you said that name, but I was going to say they have a lot of smart basketball players on that team, and I could. You know, we're going to get LeBron's team is going to be Anthony Davis dunk, LeBron dunk, LeBron three, Russell Westbrook three from 68 feet, James Harden three from 84 feet. Like, and they're just going to rotate that. And the, those five but things, wait, every Westbrook, possession. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. I think I think LeBron's team's got too much power. Yeah, I think they're they're gonna win. That's my I just, pick. I'm not. They probably they probably do win, on, but on, don't. Uh, I'm not gonna be totally shocked if like the other team comes out and just plays like really smart basketball and doesn't do like bullshit and just like because Giannis is like not about like that All Star. He's like he wants to fucking win. You know. Yeah, I, he's I just feel like. Does he? Does he, Dave? He he picked Chris Middleton with the first reserve pick. <laughs> well, maybe he knows that Middleton will play. Hey, listen, seventy-five percent of Giannis is better than fifty percent of LeBron. Yeah, but I, I'll take I'll take thirty percent of of Anthony Davis over hundred percent of Middleton. Will you though? Yeah, I will. <laughs> oh, oh, of well, any forty fifty percent? Yeah, Chris Middleton. I'm. Player, but. We'll see. I'm just saying. I don't think it's going to be the blowout that everyone thinks it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, we will, we, we will definitely see. We're all going to watch. I it. hope it's not a blowout. I mean, I hope. I, I hope, hope someone breaks. Play. I hope it's close, but I hope someone breaks 200 points. <laughs> I wonder how differently they would pick the team if they like adopted my model of paying winners five million dollars and losers not a cent. Yeah, right. That would you'd see like a ninety nine, like ninety seven game coming yeah. down. Dude, the oh one, it was like the oh one or oh two All Star game. It was the greatest game ever played. They was like one oh seven, one oh five, and Allen Iverson's like slapping the floor on defense with thirty seconds left. Yeah. <laughs> it's the greatest like highlight reel I could ever imagine. Just a different league now, man. It's crazy. Soft. Just a different, different league. society. Society's yeah. soft. It is, but. What's not soft are these predictions that are about to come up. We're going to go through this kind of quick. We don't need too much elaboration on these. But we're going to give you our, at this point, at the All-Star break, picks for uh, the NBA Awards. So we'll start off with Rookie of the Year because I think we're all going to be at reach of consensus on this one. Yeah, it's a rhetorical question. Yeah, literally, it's Luka Doncic. I don't even want to hear anybody else's explanation because you're fucking wrong. Luka won that shit two months ago. But we will talk about Coach of the Year. My pick for Coach of the Year is going to be Mike Malone for the Nuggets. I mean, what he's doing with that team out there, obviously Jokic is a freak. Obviously, they've got other pieces there. But, I mean, they're they're in the top of the West. They're, they're a contender in the West. They could, they've beaten the Warriors on the road. They could do it. They could make it out of the West this year. It's a good, year pick. It's a good pick. He's a very good coach. I, don't, I, I think they're going to fall apart. I don't know <laughs> if they should fall apart. But I, I don't see them as a threat at all in the West. And I really like the team, but I, I, don't, I think I take teams like Portland's not a, not a threat at all. I think Houston, OKC, I think those are the threats to the Warriors, if there were. But I'll give you mine. I think it's a good pick, though. I'll give you mine, Nate McMillan. The, pace, the, the Pacers are on fire without him, without Victor. Yeah. The well. Like, I mean, who knows if they'll keep that up, but he's my coach. The Sully, you're breaking up. Hold your yeah. hold your mic straight. Yeah, you're coming in and out, bud. My mic is is straight. It's on the thing. All right, well there we go. Now we got we got you. Yeah, we hear you now. I mean, they, they're the three seed. You know that, right? People discount them, but they're they've won six in a row. Of they're ahead of the Sixers. They're ahead of the Celtics. They get no credit. Everyone discounts them because they don't have Oladipo, but they might have the best coach in the Eastern Conference. I do, I do like that pick a lot too. Um, I'll go with two 
others um, I really like is one is Budenholzer in Milwaukee um, for Good a team one. that pretty much had the same roster and underachieved the last like three years. Um, I just think he came in and immediately had an impact, and look what he's turned Giannis into. Um, I think he's really taken Giannis from that, you know, all perennial All Star to top five player in the league potential um, in in one year. And then my second one is uh, Kenny Atkinson with the Nets. I mean, look what they've done. They were supposed to be a bottom five team in the league, and they're well, they're in the sixth seed of the playoffs, a couple games out of the next spot up. So. I just think with the talent, and that's with losing um, Chris LeVert, their best player, for the majority of the season. Mm-hmm. So I just think what he's done with that that group, um, yeah, young talent is really incredible. I mean, they were supposed to be one of the worst teams in the league, and they're going to make the playoffs in the East most likely. Yeah. He's done a very good job, but don't they have a losing record still? I mean, they started off, they lost, They were like 5-20 and like 20 to start the they season. They started out awful, then they went amazing. Now they're, I like them a lot, but I think he he'll fin- he should be third or fourth. But what are they, the 29-29? They're the sixth seed, but they're, they're good. I like the Nats' future, but I think he's done a very good job. But I think, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I'd take, I'd take some other people over him. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. That is very fair. I um, yeah. Let's go with um to defensive player of the year right now. My pick is gonna have to be um. I'm gonna go with Jamal Crawford as kind of a sleeper there. I think he's having a good year defensively. Dude, he's having a good year defensively. He's he's up the top there in defensive rating. He's at a uh, 114 right now. He might even be a. Uh, I mean, Channing Fry has a higher one, but I mean that's on the Cavs. That doesn't count. I like giving it the the trend of giving it to wing players. I'm I'm going with Paul yeah. George. <laughs> oh, Dude, PG. I, I mean, I felt like that was too obvious. I wanted to give a I wanted to give a little different, but yeah, PG has to be the favorite. He I needs think, to right be now. recognized for his defense because it's elite. And, and yeah, and and his he should win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, well. Pretty so, sure. So, you know who the last guy to do that was? Michael um, Jordan. Yeah, probably to be Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's your uh, your pick for MVP there, Dave? Yeah. Yeah? Right Tell now. about you. Harden's going to win it because I think it's already been made up basically that he's going to win it. But Paul George possibly could win it, but there's still a lot of Possibly could and should win it, but there's still a lot of time left. But Harden's going to win it. Yeah, predicting what will happen, Harden's going to win it. Yeah, I think I think if Harden especially keeps this point streak up, I just think he's going to get the votes no matter what, whether it's right or wrong. I think he's going to get the yeah, votes. Yeah, I agree. Did you see everyone last night? He he like poked the yeah. ball free away from Dirk, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, he's so, he doesn't play defense." Yeah, okay, whatever, haters like. Shut the fuck up. He stole a ball yeah. from a fucking guy in a wheelchair. Oh, from a geriatrical. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck you talking about? There's, uh, like, guys on high school squads that can make that play right now. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. Seriously. In the playoffs, though. But in the regular season, it, it's non-existent. Not there at all. The only thing that's there is offense. But we're going to move to defend the wall, and maybe Mr. James Harden will come up during this. Oh, so... God. We're going to go A through D. Dave, you get to go first. Uh, C. C. Ooh, you just 
brought this up, but Dave Paul George will win MVP. Okay, easy enough. Oh wait, let me get my my timer going. We'll get the long explanation now. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's it's pretty simple. I'm a guy who values uh, two way players. Paul George is right now the best two way player in the league. Um, you know, guys behind him like Kawhi and Jimmy, but and Clay, but. I, you you can't discount what he's doing on the defensive side of the ball, and that the team's improvement has clearly been led by him this year. Um, we've seen Westbrook there for so long. We've seen a rotating door of teammates with him, and Paul George has really stepped it up this year and become a actual perennial superstar, uh, top ten player in the league. I've I've always felt that way, but um, I think he's really making it without a doubt the case this year, an unargu- unarguable fact, um, and just. <laughs> The way that, like Sally said, they're the only. I think they're the only team that could potentially uh, challenge the Warriors this year. I don't think they can beat them in a seven-game series. You know, probably six-game series. They'll lose in six, but um, no one else. I don't think. I don't think Houston's a real threat this year. And I think it's clear that that's all happening because of Paul George. Um, he's playing efficiently. He's playing smart. He's the one taking the final shot. He's the one carrying them late in games, um, and he's the one manning up on both ends of the floor um which Harden is definitely not doing Giannis is a good defender but um at the end of the day I think Harden Harden's third on my list and I think you can make a case for Paul George or Giannis um because they play on both sides of the floor because they're play with their efficient basketball players unlike Harden um so I think Paul George combined with his his efficiency his defense and what he's done to improve his team this year and where he could potentially take them is why He's my MVP. Love it. Love it. Sully, A, B, or D? A. A. Sully, Kyler Murray made the right choice by choosing to pursue football oh, over baseball. Oh, it's easy. That's a good one. This is pretty easy. I mean, it comes down to does, does he want to mind? And you're gone. Minor leagues and, and go on these buses and make – Five hundred, a thousand dollars a month? Of course not. I mean, he if he's if he's going to get a huge bonus being if he's you know a, qu- a quarterback drafted in the top in the first round, he'll make at least eight ten million. If he's a top twenty quarterback, he's going to get his big deal. Derek Carr had the big deal for a while. All you need to be is a top fifteen, top twenty quarterback. You got your eighty hundred million. Your family, your kids, your kids' kids are set right off that. And do I think he could do that? I 100% think he could do that, especially with Baker Mayfield coming from the same school, similar type of player. Murray's a better athlete, similar type of passer. It seems like he loves it more. You should go with, you should do what you love. He seems to really love football more. I've never really heard him talk about baseball, especially with the contracts in baseball lately. Even the studs are, are, are having a tough time. Football, the, the ceiling hasn't, the ceiling is the roof in baseball. It just it just keeps going up for these quarterbacks. It's quarterback dominant right now, rather than the MLB, which is even mid tier players are, are struggling to get contracts. So that's it. Yeah, that that Lincoln Riley offense in Oklahoma just putting out uh, star potential in these quarterbacks. You guys didn't like my ceiling is the roof. I like the ceiling is the roof pick. I like uh, who the hell would have thought that this is where we'd be like a year ago? He was like just coming back to play baseball or football for shits and giggles. Like, yeah, now he's gonna be a first round draft pick and. Dude, Lincoln Riley needs to get in the NFL. 
Next year. Next year, he'll have four four years of college. I mean, we'll see what happens with the Browns. Imagine putting him back with Baker. I know, but I don't know if they'll give up. No, but I I mean, if the Browns don't really succeed as much as they'd like to this year, they pretty much are just doing a second year of an interim coach. I know, but I think think they'll be pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I I, I do too, but if not, I mean, put him and Baker back together is never a bad idea. Oh, of course. It would be great. He'll throw 46 touchdowns again. <laughs> no, because it wouldn't be against Big 12 defenses, a.k.a. no defense. But, um, yeah, Dave, you got two left. We got uh, we got B and D. Uh, B. Fuck, I wanted you to pick D so bad. Oh, I wanted you to pick D so bad. Anyways, Dave, oh, fuck it, I don't want to ask I know what D is. Tobias Harris makes the Sixers a lock for the finals. Okay. Um, what they they went and added a fourth All Star or All Star caliber player to their their lineup. Um, Boston is going through its own struggles. Um, if they can't get get it back on track from a chemistry standpoint, they're not making the finals. Um, Toronto, we've seen, has always choked in the fi- in the playoffs. Um, we don't have any reason to believe that's different yet this year. Kawhi looks great for them, but again, he might have one foot out the door. Who knows what he's thinking? Who knows how they'll react after this Casal trade? Maybe that does something to chemistry. You never know how these things are going to work out, and we just haven't seen any proof or history that that tells us otherwise with Toronto. Uh, the Pacers lost Oladipo. They're a good story right now, but they're not a threat in the playoffs anymore. And uh, who's second? Oh, Milwaukee. Um, Milwaukee is is probably the best team available but again they're another team who's disappointed in the playoffs and hasn't been able to get over the hump um so i mean philly has the most talent of anyone now at least five their starting lineup they need they'll probably they might pick up some people in the waiver or the buyout market still but at the end of the day it's going to be about how well their starters play and if their starters can all play at an all-star level and keep a some certain level of chemistry then they have the talent to beat anyone in the East, and you know, with guys like Jimmy who play both both ends of the floor, and Bede's a good defender. Simmons is a great ball distributor. I think they just have and Redick with shooting too. Um, so that that addition did a lot for them. Love it, love it. Right as you say that, Bob and Boban Maranovic just towers over and gets a rebound and just. He gets a rebound on defense. Offense does the same thing, gets fouled. He's huge. What's the score in that game right now? Uh, they're down. Celtics are up two on the Sixers, 14-12. But Boban is massive. Ah, oh, still early. Still so early. And he's a national treasure, and they got him. You didn't mention him, Dave. I he's know. The That's key. true. That was, a, that, was a, that was a good move at the deadline. He, they got him and Tobias. He made both, 14-13. All right, we digress. I'll, I'll take D. Yeah, you have no choice, Saul. And D is that Sully, Russell Wilson's 10-game uh, streak of triple-doubles is more impressive than James Harden 30 games of 30-plus points. No. Russell Westbrook. <laughs> but this one's easy. Wait, yes. I got I to gotta, I gotta say Russell Westbrook's more impressive than James Harden. Yes. Okay, all right, well. Well, yeah, this is easy enough. So, Russell Westbrook has to do three things, obviously, to get a triple-double. James Harden only has to do one, which is get the 30 points, which is a toughie. But he's taking 25 to 35 shots a game. 
been efficient through some of them, hasn't been efficient in a lot of them. Plus, though. like, 30 so, free throws. A lot, yeah. Handful players, we do this consistently every single night that he gets it is impressive, but Russell Westbrook, he hasn't had a bad night rebounding. He has gotten at least 10 assists every... every the assist is the most impressive part, possibly, because he's getting other guys involved. He's, you know... It relies on others making shots as well, so it's twofold. The points is easy, but even the rebounds every single night, um, it's not easy to do to get ten every single night. And for an average, is one thing, but he's doing that every single every single night. Um, so I, you know, it, it's 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 threefold compared to just hard and chucking up shots. So you could make the case. I figured it would be easy no matter what I said on that one, whether I put Harden more impressive than Westbrook or Westbrook more impressive than Harden. There's a pretty pretty strong argument from both there. We just hate there. Russell Westbrook over here, Bleacher fan. I know. I really. I know Dave hates Russell Westbrook and James Harden, so I really wanted him to have to argue that one. Yeah, I like Harden better. I was, I was really hoping that Dave was going to get that one. But, guys, we're moving on. We're moving on. We're moving on. We're talking baseball. So, free agency – Still kind of dead. Harper Machado still out there. I, I Harper like, Machado, what? Keuchel, Kimbrel. Yeah, Kimbrel. I mean, Kimbrel's Marwin, coming back Gonzalez, to Gonzalez. Clay Buckles with the two point oh one ERA. Okay, Clay Buckles. Dude, fuck Clay Buckles. Okay, Clay Buckles had a great season with the Red Sox, and then shit to bed for seven years. I don't he give a, a single shit. Ever. Yeah, he Clay Buckles. Can, ERA. Yeah, he can eat one, dude. Clay Buckles is a joke. He's gonna have a good year, and then he's gonna go out there, and someone's gonna sign him and be stupid, and he's gonna shit to bed for the rest of the contract. No, he's gonna be great, and then he's gonna get hurt. That's what's gonna happen. Gio Gonzalez is out there. So many people are out there. Mike Mustakas. Yeah, that's a big one too. I'm surprised it's still out there. Mustakas is good. A lot of teams could use him. Yeah, Martin Maldonado is a good defensive catcher. I mean, maybe uh, it's uh, maybe it's kind of one of those things like with, when LeBron goes into free agency, like nothing happens until he decides. Like maybe nothing's going to happen. I hope until... for these players' sake. Tell, give me one team that couldn't use Marvin Gonzalez. I mean, guy can play every position. Like seriously, yeah, as utility guy. Like it's just it's ridiculous. It's getting ridiculous. I mean, this is some the same players thing are asking last for too year, much though. money. Some the the ten year contracts, I get that, but the middle tier players, the Marvin Gonzalez's, the Mike Mustakas's, I mean, they deserve to get played, paid for, you know, at their level, and teams aren't valuing them, I guess, for whatever reason. It's it's weird. It's analytics. It's teams in rebuild mode, not wanting to win, which is a, it's a big part of it, which I think is, you know. Kind of, it's they see teams see what the Astros did and they wanna they wanna hop on and follow suit and the Cubs. They don't wanna they don't wanna win eighty games. Even like the Mets last year winning seventy seven, but Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've seen the model. I mean it, even but in the NBA, thing with the thing with baseball tanking is though there's so many more players you can draft from. There's so many you can get someone good anywhere, any round. It's not like the same as as basketball tanking, where like Zion Williamson is the guy, LeBron James is the guy. Like baseball tanking, it's like you need to draft well, you need to scout well, like the A's do, like the Cubs do, like the Astros do. So it's like if you tank, you don't draft well in any sport, but you don't, you know, there's not usually top guy right across the board. Like the A's got Kyler Murray, he got, he screwed them. Like it's a lot more variables than baseball. You have the minor leagues, so it's a much longer process. So. I mean, 
Yeah, and I mean, when you do get guys, you see like guys who you get, and you get them in those contracts with the arbitration, and then you see someone like Arenado just have the richest arbitration deal ever. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, even Mookie, obviously, coming off an MVP season, he's going to get over $20 million, but then Arenado blows it out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> Ends up making like $6 million more. It's crazy. But, it's crazy. I mean, pitchers and catchers reported today. Yeah, I yeah. forgot. A lot of teams. I yeah. mean, some so baseball, spring, spring is not in the air, but it is in the air. I mean, how are we feeling about the teams, our teams? I think we're all feeling good about our teams. Yeah, you have to. We all we all have to be. You made a bunch of smaller moves this offseason, but, I mean, moves that could potentially put you in a spot to be in the playoffs. We made some big moves and some small moves. I mean, we got Judd Lowry. We got... Edmund Diaz, we got Robbie. Oh, I Cano. forgot you signed Jed Lowry. That's we Jed, awesome. We got, we got Jed Lowry's ninety-nine RBIs now, twenty-five That's bombs. Awesome. He had a great season last year. You know, he had a great season, and ever since he had that surgery on his um, nasal passageway, he can sleep now, and that's why he's been so much improved the last two years. He said he could never sleep because of his he, before he had that nasal surgery. He'd sleep four hours a night. Now he's sleeping eight hours a night, and he's like a new player at thirty-four, thirty-five. So that's really attributed to his success. I mean, we got uh, Justin Wilson, lefty from the Cubs, really like him. Um, Keon Broxton isn't even a He's a really good defensive uh, center fielder. We got, obviously, we got Wilson Ramos. He's a three three oh six hitter last year, one of the best hitting catchers. People forget that. We've always had one of the shittiest catching situations. Now we have Darno as the backup to Ramos, who's great hitter, 17 bombs, 300 average. I mean, we addressed so many. We addressed the bullpen. We addressed the catching. We addressed depth. Um, you know, center field, we still could play Ligaris. We could slide Conforto or Nimmo over. But I feel great. I feel like the Mets can compete for the division. Right now, we can definitely compete for the division. Harper and Machado are still not signed, though. But right now, this team is capable of winning the division. Apparently, Bryce Harper was unfollowing all of the Washington Capitals on Twitter today, or Instagram. Ugh. So, that's... Petty shit. (laughs) I mean, the favorites right now are are the Giants, the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, and I mean... didn't hear anything about them. Right now, it's... When I... As of, like, this afternoon, it was Giants were plus 150 for Harper, and then the Yankees were minus 200 for Machado. Crazy. Wow. Basically a lock. It says it says he's basically a lock to the Yankees. Yeah. But nothing. We're not going to believe nothing until we see it. Yeah, honestly, exactly. Been going on. Yeah. They were the favorites. Then they weren't. They were out on him. There was no way. Now they're the favorite. Yeah. Until yeah. there's ink on paper, I don't really want to yeah. hear what people. But it's weird. It's weird <laughs> that it's weird. Obviously, it's not weird. Manny wants to go to the Yankees. They'd be the favorites of the World Series by a large margin, probably. But. It's weird that uh, Bryce wants to go to the Giants because they have so many old players, bad contracts. Their stars are getting old. Madison Bumgarner is getting old. I mean, they don't have like much of a future. Like, yeah, to like, me, I don't get it. Like, if I'm Bryce, like, I, I want to think... go to LA. I want to go to Chicago. I want to go. I don't want to go to Philly because it's the same. Like, why would just go back to Washington if I was going to go to Philly? Here's the yeah. here's the the twofold thing which I get and don't get is. Right field is so big, but maybe that'll help him with the shift because it's so big he can just abuse right field and maybe not hit as many home runs, but just find the doubles and triples in the gap and 
in Where? that park. In AT&T you know? or now Oracle Park? Oracle Park, yeah. So I think that's that. That, that stadium really, is fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful, and that right right center is massive. He might he could have yeah. used that, and he could bat two eighty, three hundred, whatever, slug five something. But how is he going to defend that on the on, on on the you know opposite side? How is he? It was minus twenty three run differential. Now he's going to have to be in that huge huge right field. How yeah. is he? How is he going to play defense? Yeah, like, that's very true. It's huge, like the right center. Like, like I never thought of him as that bad of outfielder, but the analytics say he's minus twenty three, which is like worse than John Carlos Stanton type numbers defensively. So, you hate to I mean, see that. You hate, hate to see to that. See so I, I don't know how he would be. He's got a good arm and stuff, but I don't know how he's gonna track balls down. I mean, and that Wait, dude... I was gonna bring up win total projections. But I'd rather talk about Giancarlo Stanton's strikeout projections. Um, I'm going to put the over-under at uh, 275 here. I'm thinking he's looking to really break some records this year. I was thinking, what, what are you like, thinking, Dave? Like, what was he last year? It had to be. Let's see. <laughs> I'm thinking like, like two. Two. Yeah, two. Do you think two he was at two last year or this year? Two, just two, not not two hundred. Just, just, just two. two. He's only got two times. Yeah. And one of them will be in uh, a winner go home game at Yankee Stadium with the bases loaded and no outs in the ninth inning. No, a- actually, um, both of them are going to be pass ball strike threes, and he's going to reach on a throwing error from the catcher. So <laughs> he had two hundred eleven strikeouts last year. Highest in his career by wow. Like, so it, so I so we can use that as the over under. Yeah, two hundred eleven. Two hundred and eleven. I'll go I under two eleven. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say he goes under because the Yankees lineup may be better, maybe more protection if Manny goes there. Looks like Manny's gonna go there. See, he gets more hittable pitches. So I'll say the under. Uh, I'm inclined to take the under too, as much as I don't want to. I mean, this was his highest. The next highest was his second year. At a hundred. Oh no, sorry. 2014, he had 170. He was just swinging. I think he was just like so. The first three, four months of the year, he was just swinging at everything, trying to like fill shoes. Oh yeah, he had like a hundred strikeouts by June. It was fucking yeah. Like (laughs) he definitely cleaned it up the second half of the year. The first half of the year was ugly. Didn't he hit 300 in August or close to it? 290. Oh yeah, dude. His 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 average was shit. At the beginning of the season, and then all yeah, of a sudden yeah. he finished like two eighty five. In August, he ripped it apart. He he batted like three forty during those months. Yeah, he did. He had a he, yeah, he, he had a great little, summer. To... July, July. Yeah, I mean, he had a very good year. Just he's just a very inconsistent, streaky hitter. So you you really can't rely on him, but you don't know you can't count him out either. Yeah, nah, you really can't. Um, we got win projection totals with the Yankees projected to have the best record. With 96 and 66, I think they probably go over, especially if over. they get Machado. I think over, over on that. Um, don't know that they'll have the best record. The Astros are also projected to finish with that record. Um, I mean, I well, they win 100, 100 games. Too. They had the third best record last year. Yeah, exactly. Who so are the Yankees? Like, yeah. yeah. The Yankees won 100 and they lost Judge for like 40. Yeah. That's another thing. Add Machado and and judge to that for an uninjured season, and you've got dangerous, dangerous stuff there. I could they could break the win total. (laughs) They could break the wins record. Let's not Mm, forget. It's going to depend on the a little bit depend on their pitching. 
depend yeah. on a lot of health, depend on Severino. The, I mean, we, we they really Severino is a huge question mark for them. I mean, they got they got. I mean, Tanaka's you know he's all right. They got Hap probably regressed a little similar, and then you know Paxton will be very good to grade if he's healthy, but that's a question for them. So it'll come down to their starting pitching, how good they really are. I think. Yeah, I'd agree. They win ninety five or one hundred and five. Yeah, you've got the uh, Solier Mets projected to finish second in the NL East with 88 at 88 and 74. I'd say that's about right. I'd say they're yeah, going to about, about right maybe 88 to 92, I think is a good range. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't go over or under that. I wouldn't. I, I feel like that would be probably where I think we're going to lie. Yeah. yeah wild, I, first, second wild card, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Because, they're, yeah, they're projecting the Nats to have only two more wins than you, though. Only 90, 90 and 72 they're projecting. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a great division race this year. It'll be yeah, great between the, those four teams. Four teams, Marlins are still going to be trash. But, yeah, the uh, I mean, Dave, good and, news. We're, we're probably both looking at, like, 17 of 19 against the Orioles. Like, both of us are probably going to beat the Orioles 16 times, 17 times this year. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I see that. It might be worse than last year. That would be fantastic. But the Rays always give both you team, you guys, yeah, trouble. That's the thing. It, it'll it'll offset the losses we'll both have to the Rays. And the Blue Jays might have the Blue Jays have a lot of young talent. They're gonna have Vladdy Jr. up. Really? Yeah, Vlad, Guerrero. Yeah, they're gonna. Yeah. Interesting. So Interesting. I mean, they're, they're not gonna be good. They'll probably win seventy five, but. Yeah, we'll um. I mean, we'll talk more about these co- going forward when we get. Closer. We, I don't know if we mentioned Real Muto's on the Phillies. That's big for them too. That is big. That was that was one of the only moves that, that was a very sneaky good move from them. They didn't give up much. No, not at all, not at all. But um, yeah. Then you know, last but not least, you got the defending World Series champion Red Sox, ninety four wins. I think uh, probably I'm gonna say over. I don't think they'll touch come close to touching what they did last year, but. Maybe break a hundred, maybe break a hundred again, but I don't think they'll get to where they were last year. Um, I think that was just otherworldly what happened. But you know, again, we'll talk more about that as it gets closer, and hopefully by next week we have some moves with Machado and Harper, and we can figure out where they're going to be playing because spring training is like a week and a half away. Players report in like a week and a half, and you know this was the week coming up that JD Martinez signed last year. I believe he signed on the 18th. So it was like two days before spring training started. So, uh, you know, we should be probably looking at the same thing there, right, right, uh, right before midnight there. At but, some um, point, you gotta just be like, well, "I'm fucking playing," you know, <laughs> like just yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I, I think one of them's gonna go unsigned going in though. I could see that. What is it? Would you say the dead day's the 18th? No, I said today's the 12th. I said JD Martinez signed on like I. Oh no, yeah, when was- do, when does when does reporting start for? I think the, the 21st, maybe? The 21st, that's nine days away. I mean, oh. Yeah. I remember we were talking about this in December thing. Is it really going to go into January? Yeah, now it's like, okay, is it going to go into March? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Wild what MLB free agencies turn into. But, guys, that's going to do the episode for the week. We have 
a lot to come up next week. I'm not really sure what's going on, but we're getting closer to March Madness. We can start talking about college basketball now that the NFL is officially over. We're going to obviously talk about the NBA All-Star Weekend, recap that. We've got a lot to get to next week. We can't wait to talk to you then. Hopefully Manny signed. Yeah, like I said, hopefully hopefully we have at least one of these two dipshits signed somewhere. In the right place. In the right place, hopefully. Dave's hoping for the Yankees, but fuck him. Fuck yeah, hopefully, him. hopefully Manny signs with the White Sox and yeah, and, and, and uh, Harper with the Phillies and <laughs> no, no Bryce with the White Sox, Manny with the Padres. Perfect, everyone wins. Nobody wins. There's 17 nobody people wins. in San Diego that like the Padres. Yeah, nobody wins in that situation. Well, it doesn't and hurt your Tom. It doesn't yeah, hurt your Tom. That's team. true. That's true. Keep him out. It doesn't hurt out. your team either. Other than not helping get. my team helps Tom's team. That is very true. That yeah. is very true. That That is very true, which I'm totally okay with. Hurt Dave's team and help mine. But, as always, follow us on the socials. Bleacher Fan on everything. Just search Bleacher Fan. You'll find us. You know it by now. We will see you next week, guys. Peace out. At 88 and 74. I'd say that's about right. I'd say, yeah, they're I'd gonna say it's about right. right now. Maybe 88 to 92, I think, is a good range. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't go over or under that. I wouldn't. I I feel like that would be probably where I think we're gonna gonna lie. Yeah, second yeah. Wild, I, first second wild card, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that because they're yeah they're projecting the Nats to have only two more wins than you though. Only ninety ninety and seventy two. They're projecting that. Yeah, well. it'll, it'll be a great division race this year. It'll be yeah, great between the, those four teams. Four teams. Marlins are still gonna be trash, but yeah. The uh, I mean. Dave, good news. We're, we're probably both looking at like seventeen of nineteen against the Orioles. Like both of us are probably going to beat the Orioles sixteen times, seventeen times this year. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Love I to mean, see that. They might be worse than last year. That would be fantastic. But the Rays always give both you team, you guys, yeah, trouble. That's the thing. It, it'll it'll offset the losses we'll both have to the Rays. And the Blue Jays might have the Blue Jays have a lot of young talent. They're going to have Vladdy Jr. up. Really? Yeah. Well, Guerrero, yeah. They're going to. Yeah. Interesting. So, Interesting. I mean, they're, they're not going to be good. They'll probably win 75, but. Yeah. We'll, um, I mean, we'll talk more about these co- going forward when we get closer. We, I don't know if we mentioned Real Muto's on the Phillies. That's big for them, too. That is big. That was that was one of the only moves. That, that was a very sneaky made. good move from them. They didn't give up much. No, not at all. Not at all. But, um. Yeah, then, you know, last but not least, you got the defending World Series champion Red Sox, 94 wins. I think uh, probably, I'm going to say over. I don't think they'll touch, come close to touching what they did last year. But maybe break 100. Maybe break 100 again, but I don't think they'll get to where they were last year. Um, I think that was just otherworldly what happened. But, you know, again, we'll talk more about that as it gets closer. And hopefully by next week... We have some moves with Machado and Harper, and we can figure out where they're going to be playing because spring training is like a week and a half away. Players report in like a week and a half. And, you know, this was the week coming up that J.D. Martinez signed last year. I believe he signed on the 18th. So it was like two days before spring training started. So, uh, you know, we should be probably looking at the same thing there right right, uh, right before midnight there. At but, some um, point, you got to just be like, well, I'm fucking playing, you know? <laughs> like, just yeah, fucking. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, I think one of them's going to go unsigned going in, though. I could see that. What is it? Would you say the day's the 18th? No, I said today's the 12th. I said 
JD Martinez signed on like I. Oh no, yeah, when do, when does when does reporting start for? I think the twenty first, maybe. The twenty first. That's nine days away. I mean, oh. Yeah. I remember we were talking about this in December thing. Is it really going to go into January? Yeah. Now it's like okay. Is it going to go into March? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Wild what MLB free agencies turn into. But guys, that's going to do the episode for the week. We have a lot to come up next week. I'm not really sure what's going on, but we're getting closer to March Madness. We can start talking about college basketball now that the NFL is officially over. We're going to obviously talk about the NBA All-Star Weekend recap that. We've got a lot to get to next week. We can't wait to talk to you then. Hopefully Manny signed. Yeah, like I said, hopefully hopefully we have at least one of these two dipshits signed somewhere. In the right place. In the right place, hopefully. Dave's hoping for the Yankees, but fuck him. Fuck yeah, hopefully, me. hopefully Manny signs with the White Sox and yeah, and, and, and uh, Harper with the Phillies and <laughs> no, no Bryce with the White Sox, Manny with the Padres. Perfect, everyone wins. Nobody wins. There's 17 nobody people wins. in San Diego that like the Padres. Yeah, nobody wins in that situation. Well, it doesn't and hurt your Tom. It doesn't yeah, hurt your Tom. That's team. true. That's true. Keep him out. It doesn't Keep hurt out. your team either. Other than not helping get. my team helps Tom's team. That is very true. That yeah. is very true. That That is very true, which I'm totally okay with. Hurt Dave's team and help mine. But, as always, follow us on the socials. Bleacher Fan on everything. Just search Bleacher Fan. You'll find us. You know it by now. We will see you next week, guys. Peace out.